He said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. A very familiar passage of Scripture is Matthew 18. It said, the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think, he says, if a man has 90, 100 sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 90 and 9 and go to the mountain to find the one that is astray? Welcome to the Destined to Win podcast with pastor and teacher Tim Masters. Pastor Tim is the senior pastor of Victorious Life Christian Center in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm Joe Harding, inviting you to join us for worship services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Flagstaff Middle School Complex. For more information on the ministries of Victorious Life Christian Centers or to make a donation, visit us online at vlccaz.org. That's vlccaz.org. Now with today's message, here's Pastor Tim Masters. I am very excited about today, and the reason is very simple, because we do what God has called us to do, and that is to follow the first missionary. The first missionary's name was Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? He stepped out of eternity into time that one day you and I can step from time into eternity. And today we have a privilege that we do this three or four times a year. We have what is called Mission Sunday. A few months ago, we celebrated one of the best world missions ministries that I know. And people look and they say, it's kind of, kind of strange Yet I see their numbers, I see what they do, and that's the Christian Motorcyclist Association. They give millions of dollars for the reaching of the lost and the propagating of the gospel worldwide. Well, today we're coming local. We have a ministry that has literally been in existence here in Flagstaff some 60 years and is literally turned our world upside down. And so we've got a lot to cover before we get to the barbecue, so just hold the drooling back, please. I have instructed them to keep fans blowing the smell that way. That's all I need is a bunch of people in church saying, come on, preacher, shut up. I want to get to eat. No, you wouldn't do that, would you? Well, maybe a little bit. But today what I want to do is I want to bring up uh, one of the leaders of the mission and they're going to give us a just a a brief overview, introduce us to some people and then I'm going to take you into God's word and what it says about the mission. Let's welcome Stephanie Boardman as she comes this morning. Bless you. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Many of you I've known in here for over 20 years, and I'll be 20 years at the mission in September. So, yeah, I'm like, I was thinking, Ginny Britt, you're like one of my early people. I mean, what I want to say to this church right off the bat is thank you, and thank you for being on the front lines with us. This is a frontline ministry, and you guys are with us. And as I was praying, I always ask God to give me a scripture for the body of Christ that makes me weep that um, is serving alongside of us. And not all churches in this community serve like you guys do. You need to hear that from my heart. And um, God gave me this verse for your body. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. So then neither the one who plants, me, nor Tim, or waters, is really anything, but it's God who causes the growth. Now we who plant... And we who water are one. What I want to say to you that I feel one with this church. I know our body feels one with this church, right? Thick and thin. 
thick and thin. And it goes on to say that um, now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will re receive his one uh, reward. We are all God's fellow workers, God's field, God's building. And when I walked in here this morning, I saw your mission statement that you save souls, you equip saints, and you build the kingdom. You guys, that's what we do. That's what we do. And so there's no, it's amazing. We are the same. And so I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for walking alongside of us. And even thank you personally. This building, this man is a testimony. He's walked alongside my own son. And you guys, if that doesn't speak about what your church is, nothing else will. Okay? So you guys walk alongside of our men and our women and our kids equally. So thank you very much. And I quickly want to just introduce my staff. And if you want to know about what we do after Tim shares, visit with us during the barbecue. We would love to share with you anything. So I'd like to share Andy uh, Barnett. He's on our board. Just stand up, Andy. And thank you. And then Ken Repke, where are you? Ken Repke, he is in the, oh, he's at the barbecue. He's the assistant director for the men's mission. Sharon Rose Wilcox, she is the women's director. Tim Miller, he's probably at the barbecue too. He does Dorsey Manor and he's also director in community outreach. Debbie Wallace, she's finance HR. She's my right arm. So, you know, it's kind of like a secretary in a school. That's Debbie. And so, um, and my husband, Blake Boardman, I couldn't stop not to do that and every one of our staff and disciples that are in here today please stand up really quickly because i just want ants volunteers all stand up because we if you need to talk to somebody this is who it is so thank you for being fellow builders of his kingdom with us today amen amen stephanie thank you come on let them know we appreciate him would you please I'm gonna have Matt just stay up here, and you know, I, I kind of get that I kind of get that gospel church feel when he's up here, especially when he flips it over to B3. Then, like, Pastor Philemon was here; he'll give us. Yeah, so. But uh, I want to talk a little bit. You don't have notes in your paper, uh, and I just—it is because I want you to pay attention to the screens today. I want you to watch because as, as I'm ministering, there's going to be visions of what Sunshine Rescue Mission does, what Dorsey Manor does, what Hope Cottage does. They're going to be going across the screens as I'm speaking because today is not just a church service where we're talking about a mission in town. Today is Mission Sunday. The whole service is talking about this mission in town. Can you say amen? Luke chapter 4, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and He has anointed me. If you are somebody that writes in your Bible, Luke 4.18 of this passage, which is a fulfillment of prophecy from the book of, of Isaiah, and we remember it very clearly because the Bible says when Jesus came into the synagogue to preach His very first sermon, He preached out of the book of Isaiah, and these were the words that He spoke. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me. The Bible says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, and Hope Cottage is an anointing in Flagstaff, Arizona. As is Victorious Life and every church that preaches the uncompromised gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Poor is not just, a, just a, a physical condition. It is a mental, emotional, social condition that happens to people. There are some of the richest people you know that are broke, poverty, poor. Because it has nothing to do with finances. He said, I have come to break that yoke of bondage that's on their lives. And here's another word to underline. He has sent me. He has sent me to proclaim the captives, and then once again, if you underline, 
will be released. The blind will see. And the oppressed will be set free. Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, Hope Cottage. Do this. The Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. What is a yoke? We as quasi-city folk here in Flagstaff, we're kind of country city folk or city country folk. A yoke is something that dominates or controls or directs. You set a yoke on an oxen. A team of oxen. You set a yoke on a team of mules, on a team of horses to keep control, to direct. Well, there's a yoke of sin, the Bible says, that all mankind wears. But he said, it's my anointing that breaks that yoke. And in John 2, it said, it's my anointing that causes you to know right from wrong, even though you didn't know you knew right from wrong. I've asked this question many times in our church. How many knew they were doing wrong before somebody told them they were doing wrong? Oh, man, we got a bunch of liars in this place. <laughs> I think I better say that again. How many knew you were doing wrong before you knew you were doing wrong? Okay, that's better. We got most of the church raising their hands. I think we might have to have an altar call right now, Matt. I'm really irritated at Tim and Ken, though. They're back there tasting the goods while we're out here. But we have meat to eat that they don't know of right this minute. Can you say Amen. This anointing breaks that, con- that, that control, that, deni- that, that domination. And Jesus said, I wrote my word upon your heart. And then Jesus said these words over in Matthew 11. He said, come, all you are weary and heavy laden, verses 28 through 30. I will give you rest. And look what he says. Take my yoke upon you, for it's easy. Take my burden. It is light. You know, because God doesn't drive the yoke. God says, come, follow me. I'm just going to keep you in the path of righteousness. I'm going to keep you in the path of anointing and the path of holiness. He said, I'm going to show you how to do it. You see, that's why Jesus came 2,000 years ago. God with us. Not to tell us how to live for God, but to show us how to live for God and with each other as we so desperately need Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, Hope Cottage, they've dedicated themselves to this one passion that has but one purpose and is the essence of their one pursuit, and that is to rescue, to restore, and to re-engage. How do they do that? They equip men and women with the life tools they need to overcome the challenges that they have faced and enter back into this community with a secure and solid foundation through Jesus Christ our Lord. How many think that's a pretty good thing for them to do? You see, they understand the fulfillment of the passage of 2 Corinthians 5 that says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creation. Somebody say that with me. He is a new creation. Behold, all things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back to the platform. We're going to play a little bit of a video, but we've learned a song just for today. We've never done this before, and I don't know, depending on how good it comes out, we may never do it again. But it is a song that is the message, not of sunshine, Dorsey, hope, but is the foundation of all their messages. Because it is the foundation of Christ. The purpose that we have as men and women of God. If you'll watch the video and listen to the song. There's a call going out across the land and every nation. A call to all who swear allegiance 
That's why they exist. That's why we exist. Let me break it down for the next few minutes, if I may. Their passion is to rescue, to free them, all that would come from danger. If you've ever lived on the street, it's a dangerous place. If you've lived without food, nourishment, I'm not talking about adults, I'm talking about children. It's a dangerous place to redeem people. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a moment. 
but literally to deliver them from the confinement and recover them from what was once lost. Let me take you into God's Word. Luke 19 says that the Son of God came for one reason and one reason only, to seek and to save those that are lost. In Matthew 20, it says that He did not come to be served, but to serve. And I want us to listen to that, church. You see, Sunshine Rescue Mission here is fully taken care of by people who choose to come freely and serve. Just like the church. In this entitlement society that we live in, we think, well, they do it for me. No, He did it for us that we can do it for them. It says, and if he should find it. I want you to look at me and hear this profound truth. There are people that have basically written off society and they really don't want to be found. There's people on the streets that are happy to live and die living on the streets. But there are those that are there that don't want to be. So look what the scripture says. If they be found. You see, God wants to find all of us, but we have to want to be found. I am very excited about today, and the reason is very simple, because we do what God has called us to do, and that is to follow the first missionary. The first missionary's name was Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? He stepped out of eternity into time that one day you and I can step from time into eternity. And today we have a privilege that we do this three or four times a year. We have what is called Mission Sunday. A few months ago we celebrated one of the best world missions ministries that I know. And people look and they see it's kind of, kind of strange Yet I see their numbers, I see what they do, and that's the Christian Motorcyclist Association. They give millions of dollars for the reaching of the lost and the propagating of the gospel worldwide. Well, today we're coming local. We have a ministry that has literally been in existence here in Flagstaff some 60 years and is literally turned our world upside down. And so we've got a lot to cover before we get to the barbecue, so just hold the drooling back, please. I have instructed them to keep fans blowing the smell that way. That's all I need is a bunch of people in church saying, come on, preacher, shut up. I want to get to eat. No, you wouldn't do that, would you? Well, maybe a little bit. But today what I want to do is I want to bring up uh, one of the leaders of the mission and they're going to give us a just a a brief overview, introduce us to some people and then I'm going to take you into God's word and what it says about the mission. Let's welcome Stephanie Boardman as she comes this morning. Bless you. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Many of you I've known in here for over 20 years, and I'll be 20 years at the mission in September. So, yeah, I'm like, I was thinking, Ginny Britt, you're like one of my early people. I mean, what I want to say to this church right off the bat is thank you, and thank you for being on the front lines with us. This is a frontline ministry, and you guys are with us. And as I was praying, I always ask God to give me a scripture for the body of Christ that makes me weep that um, is serving alongside of us. And not all churches in this community serve like you guys do. You need to hear that from my heart. And um, God gave me this verse for your body. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. So then neither the one who plants, me, nor Tim, or waters, is really anything, but it's God who causes the growth. Now we who plant... And we who water are one. What I want to say to you that I feel one with this church. 
I know our body feels one with this church, right? Thick and thin, thick and thin. And it goes on to say that um, now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his one uh, reward. We are all God's fellow workers, God's field, God's building. And when I walked in here this morning, I saw your mission statement that you save souls, you equip saints, and you build the kingdom. You guys, that's what we do. That's what we do. And so there's no, it's amazing. We are the same. And so I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for walking alongside of us. And even thank you personally. This building, this man is a testimony. He's walked alongside my own son. And you guys, if that doesn't speak about what your church is, nothing else will. Okay? So you guys walk alongside of our men and our women and our kids equally. So thank you very much. And I quickly want to just introduce my staff. And if you want to know about what we do after Tim shares, visit with us during the barbecue. We would love to share with you anything. So I'd like to share Andy uh, Barnett. He's on our board. Just stand up, Andy. And thank you. And then Ken Repke, where are you? Ken Repke, he is an, oh, he's at the barbecue. He's the assistant director for the men's mission. Sharon Rose Wilcox, she is the women's director. Tim Miller, he's probably at the barbecue too. He does Dorsey Manor and he's also director in community outreach. Debbie Wallace, she's finance HR. She's my right arm. So, you know, it's kind of like a secretary in a school. That's Debbie. And so, um, and my husband, Blake Boardman, I couldn't stop not to do that. And every one of our staff and disciples that are in here today, please stand up really quickly because I just want Ants volunteers all stand up because we, if you need to talk to somebody, this is who it is. So thank you for being fellow builders of his kingdom with us today. Amen. Amen. Stephanie, thank you. Come on, let them know we appreciate him, would you please? Okay, I'm going to have Matt just stay up here and, you know, I, I kind of get that, I kind of get that gospel church feel when he's up here, especially when he flips it over to B3, then Pastor Philemon was here, he'll give his, yeah, so. but uh, I want to talk a little bit, you don't have notes in your paper, uh, and I just, it is because I want you to pay attention to the screens today. I want you to watch because as, as I'm ministering, there's going to be visions of what Sunshine Rescue Mission does, what Dorsey Manor does, what Hope Cottage does. They're going to be going across the screens as I'm speaking because today is not just a church service where we're talking about a mission in town. Today is Mission Sunday. The whole service is talking about this mission in town. Can you say Amen. Luke chapter 4, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and He has anointed me. If you are somebody that writes in your Bible, Luke 4.18 of this passage, which is a fulfillment of prophecy from the book of, of Isaiah, and we remember it very clearly because the Bible says when Jesus came into the synagogue to preach His very first sermon, He preached out of the book of Isaiah, and these were the words that He spoke. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me. The Bible says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, and Hope Cottage is an anointing in Flagstaff, Arizona. As is Victorious Life and every church that preaches the uncompromised gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Poor is not just, a, just a, a physical condition. It is a mental, emotional, social condition that happens to people. There are some of the richest people you know that are broke, poverty, poor. Because it has nothing to do with finances. He said, I have come to break that yoke of bondage that's on their lives. And here's another word to underline. He has sent me. He has sent me to proclaim. 
the captives. And then once again, if you underline, will be released. The blind will see. And the oppressed will be set free. Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, Hope Cottage. Do this. The Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. What is a yoke? We as quasi-city folk here in Flagstaff, we're kind of country city folk or city country folk. A yoke is something that dominates or controls or directs. You set a yoke on an oxen, a team of oxen. You set a yoke on a team of mules, on a team of horses to keep control, to direct Well, there's a yoke of sin, the Bible says, that all mankind wears. But he said, it's my anointing that breaks that yoke. And in John 2, it said, it's my anointing that causes you to know right from wrong, even though you didn't know you knew right from wrong. I've asked this question many times in our church. How many knew they were doing wrong before somebody told them they were doing wrong? Oh, man, we got a bunch of liars in this place. I think I better say that again. How many knew you were doing wrong before you knew you were doing wrong? Okay, that's better. We got most of the church raising their hands. I think we might have to have an altar call right now, Matt. I'm really irritated at Tim and Ken, though. They're back there tasting the goods while we're out here. But we have meat to eat that they don't know of right this minute. Can you say amen? This anointing breaks that, con- that, that control, that, deno- that, that, that domination. And Jesus said, I wrote my word upon your heart. And then Jesus said these words over in Matthew 11. He said, come, all you are weary and heavy laden, verses 28 through 30. I will give you rest. And look what he says. Take my yoke upon you, for it's easy. Take my burden. It is light. You know, because God doesn't drive the yoke. God says, come, follow me. I'm just going to keep you in the path of righteousness. I'm going to keep you in the path of anointing and the path of holiness. He said, I'm going to show you how to do it. You see, that's why Jesus came 2,000 years ago. God with us. Not to tell us how to live for God, but to show us how to live for God and with each other as we so desperately need. Sunshine Rescue Mission, Dorsey Manor, Hope Cottage. They've dedicated themselves to this one passion that has but one purpose and is the essence of their one pursuit and that is to rescue, to restore, and to re-engage. How do they do that? They equip men and women with the life tools they need to overcome the challenges that they have faced and enter back into this community with a secure and solid foundation through Jesus Christ our Lord. How many think that's a pretty good thing for them to do? You see, they understand the fulfillment of the passage of 2 Corinthians 5 that says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creation. Somebody say that with me. He is a new creation. Behold, all things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back to the platform. We're going to play a little bit of a video, but we've learned a song just for today. We've never done this before, and I don't know, depending on how good it comes out, we may never do it again. But it is a song that is the message, not of sunshine, Dorsey, hope, but is the foundation of all their messages. Because it is the foundation of Christ. The purpose that we have as men and women of God. If you'll watch the video and listen to the song. There's a call going out across the land at every nation. 
call to all who swear allegiance to the cross of Christ. It's a call to true humility to live our lives responsibly, to deepen our devotion to the cross at any price. So let us then be sober, moving only in the Spirit. As aliens and strangers in a hostile foreign land, the message we're proclaiming is repentance and forgiveness the author of salvation to the dying race of man to know the lord our god is the heartbeat of our nation to stain from which our service overflow it could be across the street or around the but our mission's still the same. Proclaim and live the truth in Jesus' name. As a candle is consumed by the passion of the flame, spilling light unsparingly. Inside a darkened room, let us burn to know Him deeper than our service, flaming bright, will radiate His passion and blaze with holy That's why they exist. That's why we exist. Let me break it down for the next few minutes, if I may. Their passion is to rescue, to free them, all that would come from danger. If you've ever lived on the street, it's a dangerous place. If you've lived without food, nourishment, I'm not talking about adults, I'm talking about children. It's a dangerous place. 
to redeem people. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a moment. But literally to deliver them from the confinement and recover them from what was once lost. Let me take you into God's Word. Luke 19 says that the Son of God came for one reason and one reason only, to seek and to save those that are lost. In Matthew 20, it says that He did not come to be served, but to serve. And I want us to listen to that, church. You see, Sunshine Rescue Mission here is fully taken care of by people who choose to come freely and serve. Just like the church. In this entitlement society that we live in, we think, well, they do it for me. No, he did it for us that we can do it for them. He said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. A very familiar passage of Scripture is Matthew 18. said, the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? He says, if a man has 90, 100 sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 90 and 9 and go to the mountain to find the one that is straying? But I want you to look at this next line. It says, and if he should find it. I want you to look at me and hear this profound truth. There are people that have basically written off society and they really don't want to be found. There's people on the streets that are happy to live and die living on the streets. But there are those that are there that don't want to be. So look what the scripture says. If they be found. You see, God wants to find all of us. But we have to want to be found. In the church, it's the same. There's lots of people that come to church and they become church Christians. Oh, they're Christians on Sunday, but God only knows who they are on Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God wants to find all of us. When God came to the Garden of Eden and said, Adam, where are you? Did God not know where Adam was, church? He knew exactly where he was. He wanted Adam to know where he was. He wants you and I to know where our lives are. And this is what Sunshine Rescue Mission does. They have people that come and knock on the door. Can I stay? And if there's any possibility, they stay. If the place is full and they can't, they're at least fed. They're taken care of. But can I tell you the thing they hear more, they see more, they receive more than the food? It's the same message you and I propagate, that Jesus Christ is the only hope for mankind. You see, the writer of Acts in the fourth chapter wrote these words and said that in Scripture, Jesus is referred to the builders, the the stone that the builders rejected, but now he's become the cornerstone. And look what it says in the 12th verse. And there is no salvation in anyone else, for God has not given another name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Church doesn't save us. The mission doesn't save us. A nice bed doesn't save us. A warm meal doesn't save us. It's coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. For 60 plus years, since 1957, They've been sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with all the world. But not in word only, but in deed as well. Compassionately serving all that would come. They serve three meals a day. 350 plus meals per day. 365 days a year. Sheltering an average of 150 people a night. And counseling an average of 15 people every single day. Their basic services and volunteer chapels are in the mornings and in the evenings. And they have had over 270 salvations or recommitments just this year. This is what it means to rescue. It means to reach in and get your hands dirty and pull them out. No matter what it costs. This is 
our mission. Once they're rescued, did you pass out the pamphlets and the flyers to get those all out? How many have those in your hands? Once they're rescued, they go immediately to work. Once they've pulled them out of, of the trash heap of society, whether it's light or depth, they go to work quickly to restore them. Can I tell you something? People that aren't involved in the mission need restoration as well. People come to church every week who need to be restored, need to be brought back to return to an existence that God once had in their lives. Sunshine Rescue Mission believes that Jesus, by His Word, through the Holy Spirit, is the only way of truth and deliverance, causing complete restoration. Let me take you to John chapter 8, verse 36. The Bible says, Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Who the Son sets free, and I love the the New Living Translation says, This person's truly free. Now let me break that word down for you. Indeed. We, many in this place, own houses or own automobiles. Maybe you in the bank, you in the mortgage company. But you have something that shows you're the owner. It's called a deed. You have a deed to the property. How many can say amen? You understand what I'm saying? At the fall of mankind, Adam and Eve gave the deed of creation over to Satan. The Bible itself calls him the God of this world. Jesus referred to him as the God of this world. The Father of all who do not accept or reject Jesus Christ. But Jesus said, I've come to set you free and if you are in me, you're free indeed. In other words, at Calvary 2,000 years ago, he took that deed of ownership and he said, I'm now the lean holder, devil. They belong. Oh, you might still have some control here. You have no authority, but you might have. But I'm the lean holder. They're property of mine. I don't think you're getting this. I said, I'm now the lean holder, devil. They're property of mine. And you might still have a little bit of a deed, but I bought and paid for it with the blood of Christ. And my name trumps your name any day. He said, I brought the ownership back. I returned them back to right existence. Let me go a step further. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 says that we have been bought by the blood of Christ. We have been redeemed. That word deemed means if you have something of value, that means you deem it of worth. What he did is he reworthed you. He put the value that sin and Satan and corruption has destroyed and took away. And he said, I'm redeeming you. I'm taking that away. I'm putting my value back in you with the blood of Christ. Can somebody say amen? amen. Since 2009, something has happened in America. And I want you to listen to this. It's in your notes in the bulletin or the pamphlet that you got. In 2009, the face of homelessness has changed dramatically in America. It's more of a chronic homelessness now. Why? Because America is quickly slipping into what we call an entitlement society. To where now people think I'm owed something rather than I earn something. They're no longer committed to obtaining work. They're no longer committed and two of the main reasons that people have struggles restoring into life or being re-entered into life is because of addictions or fear of losing state and federal assistance. Sunshine Rescue Mission has met this challenge head on. Dorsey Manor and Hope Cottage 
Remember, we must want to be found. We must want to be found. And those that want to be found, they have expanded their discipleship program to where they're working on developing the foundations of Christian character, of viable relationship with Christ, biblical healing and prayer and deliverance. But they go a step further because a lot of people, as long as they're in the confines, they're okay. But once they get out, they fall away. They have developed what's called the Genesis Relapse Prevention Course, which is a Christ-centered recovery self-confrontation course. In other words, it takes you straight into the Word of God and says, who the sun sets free is free indeed and no longer susceptible to giving in to the lies. Let me give you some stats. Just this year, some 2,000-plus people are in class participation. Over a 1,000 of them are in this prevention course that we just talked about. 800-plus, almost a 1,000, are at Hope Cottage. Men and women that are involved in many aspects of on-site work experience and one-on-one staff mentorship. This is what they do to restore. Pastor Tim Masters with this week's message on the Destined to Win podcast. Destined to Win is made possible with the prayerful and financial support of those destined to win. To donate online, visit vlccaz.org. That's vlccaz.org. Destined to Win is a production of Victorious Life Christian Center with services Sunday mornings at 10 at the Flagstaff Middle School Complex. I'm Joe Harding. For Pastor Tim Masters and the congregation at Victorious Life Christian Centers, you're invited to join us here next week for another edition of the Destined to Win podcast.